Welcome to Next Level Greatness, the podcast. Around here, we'll be talking about all things expansion, going from good to great and from great to greatness. I'm your host, Barbie Collab. Get ready for your next level. Let's do this. I don't know if I'm making it a thing to pull a card before I do an episode. The truth is I actually do pull a card each time I am about to do an episode or I'm about to teach. And I just feel like sharing, just like I did last week, the card that I pulled today. So today I actually pulled two cards. And the first one is from the Starseed Oracle by Rebecca Campbell. And the card is Earth School, Life Lessons, Soul Growth, Study, and Higher Learning. And the prompt is, how are you being called to grow or learn? And I found that so timely because today's topic is for the quote-unquote recovering overachievers. My friend sent me a message yesterday and she just said, I love witnessing your journey, witnessing you blossom because I've been so open about my health journey and especially with her, how I had to really take a step back so that I could heal. I had to learn how to say no and she finds herself in the situation right now where She calls herself a recovering overachiever. She is extremely successful in the medical profession and also a healer. And she is dealing with very low energy and trying to figure out, okay, what do I need to do so that I can fully recover and be vibrant? And she just expressed how difficult it is to be in this void in this middle ground where you know that not what, but how you used to do things before is no longer serving you. And there's a time where you just don't know what the next steps are going to be. And so I feel my throat clamping up because I'm full of emotion because I can relate. I've been there. And if you go back to episode four, by the way, I was such a little baby. Not, you know what? I wasn't a baby. I was such a beginner with podcasting and I can already see the growth in myself. And that was really wonderful because this is how mastery happens. And if you go back to episode four, it's the episode that I did on healing. And I talked about how I was feeling so much better and how I really needed to believe that I could heal in order for my healing to begin. And so I shared this podcast with my friend, and you are my friend, so I am sharing this podcast number four with you in case you're also on a healing journey. But now I want to specifically unpack things and talk to the person that is a, to you, If you are an overachiever, what does this mean? And what does it mean to be a recovering overachiever? And I'm going to be sharing 
my journey. I'm not a health specialist. I don't have any particular training on how to recover from overachieving if there is kind of that training, but I have my life experience. So let's dig in. I looked up the word overachiever because I've often used the term recovering overachiever. And I'm like, wait a second. Yesterday, it hit me when I heard my friend say it. It hit me. Do we really need to overcome being an overachiever? Is being an overachiever a bad thing to be? Before I gave my final judgment or decision, not judging anyone else, but really myself, just deciding, is this a term that I want to embrace? Is this a term that I want to use? I looked up the definition of overachiever. So according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, an overachiever is one who achieves success over and above the standard or expected level, especially at an early age. So in and of itself, being an overachiever is not a bad thing. One who achieves success over and above the standard or expected level, especially at an early age. Having high standards, wanting to achieve excellence is something that I want to keep. At, ooh, I just got goosebumps again. I think this whole episode is going to be one of those episodes for me. And by the way, goosebumps are when your feminine intuition, or just you can be a man and get goosebumps, obviously. But for me, I know that it's a sign that Source is speaking through me and that I'm speaking truth. So do we need to recover from overachieving? No. Do we need to recover from excellence? No. What we do need to recover, what I needed to recover, I'm going to start talking about I right now because this is my experience. What I needed to recover was from overdoing it. A huge part and one of the most challenging parts of the journey that I found myself on from having done too much, having overdone it, having overworked, not knowing at the time how to regulate my nervous system. That's what led to burnout. That's what led to having health challenges, dis-ease, right? Your body not being at ease. It's not that we had too much masculine. I didn't understand that. And you may hear previous episodes where I said I was so in my masculine and I, you know, now I just want to be feminine. No, as I go forward, I learn and I understand and I deepen my understanding. And now I understand that there was nothing wrong with my masculine. It's just that I went a little bit too far, right? If I was working, you can work eight hours a day. You can work 10 hours a day. One of my dearest friends or our dearest friends and mentor, he is in his 70s and he can shovel snow for nine hours and he's fine. Of course, he needs to recover, but a healthy, vibrant person can do a lot, work a lot, be physically active as long as they truly know how to nurture themselves. That's the magic word, nurture ourselves. 
as long as they know how to nurture themselves, as long as they have a regulated nervous system, as long as they're eating the right foods, as long as they are getting the right amount of sleep, then we can be really active. I feel like I've given the message that we can't be, sometimes I've given the message that we can't be really active. And I just want to clarify that it's not that I believe that. I'm always speaking from my perspective. And from my perspective right now, because I still deal with energy challenges, meaning I'm still on the path to recovery, I don't have at the present moment, let me rephrase that because our language is everything. I don't want to cement I don't have. I am working on my energy levels. And at the current time, there we go, I have most days three to four hours where I can focus. When And then after that, I'm just, I'm tired. So when I did the last episode, which was episode four on healing, I had struggled. I'm just going to say, I mean, I freaking struggled with vertigo. It was so bad. I would spend most of my day just in a giant cloud feeling dizzy. And it was really freaking hard to exist. Like it was just really hard to exist. As you can see, I got emotional and I did that call with Dr. Nathan and that was when I realized like, okay, I have to change my mind about healing and I have to tell myself and I have to do the work to show myself that it's possible. And so that's when I went back to meditations, visualizations and gratitude. Fast forward, I'm feeling so much better. But as I've said, I'm still in the middle of the journey. And so one of the most challenging parts And the part that is absolutely necessary is learning how to pace yourself, how to not overdo it. This is something that I wish I would have known earlier, which is crazy because, why is it crazy? It's crazy because I'm married to a functional medicine practitioner and my husband is Sagi. Sagi's circle is with experts of medicine and and natural healing and food. And it was implied that healing is kind of a roller coaster. It's a little bit like, yeah, it's not a little bit like a roller coaster. It's an up and down. If you have a graph, if you were to Google image of the healing journey, you'll find one of the graphics that you'll find is like a roller coaster. It's up and down with the trend going up. And the way that we often envision healing is a straight line up. And when that doesn't happen, we get disappointed. We get frustrated. I see this all the time. I see this with my clients, with my fitness and health business, that clients are so hard on themselves that their healing journey is not going as planned. And I'm so glad that I'm able to say, this is the healing journey. It's a roller coaster. And if you do the right things, it trends upwards. And so I didn't know that until I actually saw the graphic posted actually by a member of my husband's team with metabolic typing. And I was like, oh, this explains why you may have energy for two days 
And then you're feeling good and you do all the things because you're so excited that you have the energy. And then the next day you feel like you got hit by like a Mack truck. I know that you're going like, oh my God, yes, that's me. That is totally normal. That is normal. However, that also means that you probably didn't pace yourself. Now, let me take a step back because I'm talking about two things. Number one, the healing journey is a roller coaster trending upwards. Part of the lesson that we have to learn so that it continues to trend upward is the pacing. So they're, they're two different things, but they're related. So if you want to heal and you know that there's going to be a roller coaster and you don't want to spiral down, then you need to learn how to pace yourself. And I know that. I know that in my mind. And yet a year later, and it's been more than a year because I've been on a healing journey for a long time. But since the last episode on healing, which was almost a year ago, that has been the number one thing that I have been working on. I don't know if that's true. I mean, I guess as far as health goes, it's the number one thing that I've been working on because I've been working on a lot of fun, different life things and work projects and relationship stuff, you know. So it's not the only thing that I'm working on. But as far as healing, it is absolutely the number one biggest challenge that I've had. And it's also the area in which I've made the most progress. And that's exactly why I want to do this episode, why I'm speaking about it. And I wish that I could tell you that I've completely mastered it. I wish that I could tell you that I have 100% battery charge inside my body and that I can go all day long and all that stuff. But that wouldn't be honest. And more and more, I'm really understanding. Ooh, I'm emotional again. I'm really understanding my responsibility to be a lighthouse because it's what I desire. It's what my soul desires. But to be transparent in my journey, because especially on social media, I mean, if you found me, it probably means that you're on social media. On social media or out there in the world, you see people's highlight reels. You see people you know, maybe they were sick before and now they're recovered. Maybe they were poor before and now they're rich. Maybe they were, you know, they go from the bottom to the top and you see the bottom because they share freely about the bottom and then they share freely and transparently about the top and all their wins, including success. But that middle, let me tell you, that middle is really messy. And so <laughs> welcome to my messy, welcome to my messy yeah, it's been really, really, really challenging because I don't know if it's by nature or conditioning that we are overachievers. I think part of it is my DNA. Yes, of course, it's, it's the conditioning. And I've talked about my past in previous episodes, how because my brother had cancer as a child, a lot of the attention went to him and I felt like I needed to excel and get the gold stars in order to get all the attention. So yes, that is conditioning, but I think it's in my DNA. It is in my DNA that I am a driven person. Actually, it is in my DNA because I was just looking at my natal chart. Someone had done a natal chart for me, I don't know, 
soul astrology or something. I don't remember what it was called. And it's written in the stars. I'm supposed to do big things. I'm supposed to be a professor to the world. And it is in my DNA. So I'm not going to try to not be an overachiever. My point is that because I believe that it is in my DNA and because of the conditioning, I have a deep desire to do things and to be active. And so, you know, I know that there are some people out there in the world that are perfectly okay just like chilling through life, right? And not doing much. And I'm not one of those people. Again, I honor that part of myself and I want you to honor that part of you that has this desire to do. And I'm thinking of my friend who said, you know, I, I grew up, she was telling me about her and her friends who they always felt like they had to do, 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 and there wasn't enough being. And I totally get it because I am the same way. I was the same way, but I vilified, if that's the word, I vilified being a builder, vilified my masculine energy and now I love that part of me. It's just that my soul, my body needs more balance. All right, let's move into how I actually have learned to pace myself. So if we know that healing is a roller coaster trending upwards on the days that you have energy, I'm going to take last week, for example. Okay, so Sunday, Saturday and Sunday, I rested. I felt really exhausted. I felt tired and I honored my body's need to rest. That's the first step. Can you honor your body and what it's calling you to do? Because most of the time we are overriding the signals. And the other card that I pulled, I didn't forget, I was waiting for the right time for the card, is notice the signs. And this card deck is called Daily Guidance from Your Angels Oracle Card. Oracle Cards. And her name is Doreen Virtue. I like her cards. And so the card says notice the signs. And so can you notice the signs when your body is telling you that you're tired, that maybe you shouldn't say yes to this? that maybe you need to rest. And we, overachievers, and it's in our society in general, we don't listen to our body. We are so disconnected to our bodies. We're living as if we were just these brains. And the body has this infinite intelligence that at first it whispers, maybe your foot is hurting, maybe you start getting a cold, Maybe you are just a little tired and you're like, nope, but I got to get this project done. Nope, but I got to do this. Nope, but I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do that. And so you override your body telling you what it needs to tell you, which is like, hey, sister, you need to slow down. And so the messages get louder and then the messages get louder. And eventually you are completely burnt out, or you may have developed an autoimmune illness, or you just have chronic fatigue, or something happens where you are forced to slow down. So can you listen to the signs? And so it was 
Monday. Monday came and I was feeling absolutely fantastic. And so because in the past, on the days where I feel amazing, I go from morning, noon till night till 7 p.m. despite my husband, who is a functional medicine practitioner, telling me like, hey, babe, you're overdoing it. You're doing too much. I'm like, no, no, no. I feel great. I feel great. Because we really do feel great. And especially if you have felt that absence of feeling good, and then you have a day where you feel good, it's only normal. It's only rational for you to desire to make up for all those days where you felt like you weren't living, like you couldn't get the stuff done. And you know what? Sometimes stuff needs to get done. But if you do have the luxury of saying, I can't do this, I need to honor my energy, then do it. But many times, this has been the hardest thing ever, and I really mean it, this has been the hardest thing ever, I have not honored that energy. And I go till 7 p.m., not anymore, and I overdo it. So it was Monday, I went on a walk with a friend, and to me, this might sound so ridiculous to someone else or so insane, and you won't be able to understand this if you are someone that feels absolutely in good health. Even though going out on a walk with my friend was a pleasurable activity, I knew that it required a lot of energy. Not because she took my energy. No, she was wonderful. It was a wonderful, it filled my cup, but I knew that my battery is not 100%. And so I only had a limited amount of energy to do other things. And so I went on a walk and then I did a little bit of work. And I said, okay, I'm feeling really good. I'm going to stop today. I can only do these two things today, whatever that other work thing was that I needed to do. And I stopped. And what do I do the rest of the day? I just try to just be. I try to sit outside and I kind of laugh because I got a sunburn from just sitting in the sun. And I try to just relax. And it's not easy. It's not easy because we want to do. We actually feel good. And so what happened? Then the next day, it's Tuesday. And I had a fantastic day again. Now, that's two days in a row where I'm feeling good. Again, if you are on a healing journey, this is a huge thing to celebrate because when you're having bad days and you are feeling just exhausted, crappy, fatigued, brain fog all day long, and you have one hour where you feel good or clear or whatever good thing you're experiencing, you have to use that hour. This And this is where I thank my mentor, Bill Walcott, where he said, if you can feel good for one minute, then that means that you can feel good for one hour. Then that means that you can feel good for one week, for one month. And I held on to that. And so now when I have a day where I am full of energy, when I have a lot of energy, I'm like, oh my God, thank you, thank you, thank you. And so last week was a day where I had two very normal days. And I don't think that I overdid it, but 
Then the next day, it was Wednesday, I was exhausted. I mean, I'm talking about like exhausted. And I was like, okay, well, I don't believe that I overdid it, but I'm exhausted. It is what it is. I don't have to try to analyze everything. So I'm going to rest. And so I rested. And so what does resting look like for me? Resting looks like not being able to exercise or not choosing. There we go. Choosing not to exercise. Choosing not to be on the computer for four hours a day. Choosing not to go on a walk with the dogs because I went on Monday and Tuesday. Now, can we talk about the emotions of not being able to do the things that your past self used to do? The things that, quote unquote, normal people can do. So, quote unquote, normal people can work out four or five days a week. A person who is experiencing vibrant health can go on a daily walk with their dogs. But part of the healing journey for me has been to be able to accept that this is what it is right now. So can I focus on the things that I am able to do? Can I focus on the gratitude that on Monday and Tuesday I felt amazing? Amazing. And can I accept that Wednesday I was just tired and that my body needed to rest and that Thursday I was also tired and then maybe Friday I was also tired. I'm giving you the truth, you guys. I'm giving you the truth of this healing journey that sometimes I feel like, okay, well, if I do this on Monday and Tuesday, then this means Wednesday and Thursday I'll rest. And then on Friday, I'm going to have tons of energy. That's not the way that it works because that's very rational, very linear. And if you haven't noticed, like life is not like that. Sometimes it'll take a week for me to have another day when I have plenty of energy. However, I can tell you that I am having more and more good days. And the reason for this is that I'm getting better and better at listening to my body and planning out, really paying attention to the things that drain me. And it's not necessarily that those things are bad. It doesn't mean that they're bad. For example, on the days that I teach or that I have a Zoom call, I know that I can only do one hour of that per day and I will only do two Zoom calls where I'm actually having to talk, interact, or to teach twice a week. That is my limit. If I do more than that at this current moment, my body feels exhausted and then I have to rest a lot longer. And so it is what it is in terms of you tuning into your body. What is it that you need? What is it that works for you? And can you make an agreement with yourself, with your soul to slow down and to decide what are your priorities? This is what has been the gift in many ways that before I would say yes to everything. I was overgiving. I was overdelivering. I mean, I was saying yes to everything. If I got invited to a podcast, yes. If, if Can you do a team call? Yes. Can you do this thing for me? Yes. Can you hop on a Zoom call? Yes. I feel like I really need several episodes <laughs> with you to unpack all of this. And so we'll make this a little series on health. 
But the main point for this episode is to ask yourself, what or where do you need to say no? Because saying no is going to free up more space. Next week, we'll talk about the emotions of just dealing with these health challenges and the self-compassion that is required and the self-love that is required and the fear of disappointing other people. But for this week, focus on paying attention to what your body is actually saying to you. Can you learn to honor that call? Now that you know that the healing journey is a roller coaster, but trending upwards, right? Up, down, up, down, up, down. But eventually you'll go up. If you allow yourself to pace yourself, to pace your energy. I wanted to share one more example of this about saying no. So I belong to a mastermind. I absolutely love it. I love being in a group of women that are entrepreneurs. There, Many of them are healers. And there's a lot of activity in there. And the leader of the group is very active, very vibrant because she's healthy. And there is a part of me that wants to be a part of that because I am an overachiever. And I want to say, yes, I want to do this and I want to do this and I want to do this. And I have access to a year of courses and in several different areas that I've invested in. And so there's a part of me that wants to say yes to every new course that's coming out, yes to every new idea that is being presented. And I know what happens when I say yes to everything, my health suffers. And so I found myself feeling that I wanted to say yes. And it was, I don't want to say it was like FOMO, but it was like this kind of, so fear of missing out. Yeah, I guess it was that. It was fear of missing out. But because I'm used to the old me saying yes, and I am an overachiever, there is a part of me that very much loves to do all the things. There was a part of me that was starting to feel like, well, I can't keep up. I can't keep up. I can't keep up. And I said, keep up with who? With the old version of myself. Ah, well, this is who I am right now. And this new version of you, Barbie, needs to slow down in order to heal. And when you are fully healthy again, fully vibrant, then you can do more things. But right now, this is what you need. And so I came back to myself and I gave myself permission to slow down and to savor. So the question for you, another question for you is, given the energy that you have right now, What can you do this week? What can you do this day? What can you do this month? And it really might be a day-to-day thing that you have to decide so that you can keep some energy in your tank. And I'm telling you that this process is not one time I'm done. It's probably, I can't speak for you, but I can only speak for me, is that I absolutely know that I've been on this journey for quite a while. And I've said it probably five times on this episode that learning to pace myself has been the most challenging thing on my health journey. But I've made tremendous progress. And 
I have no idea what it looks like from the outside looking in. I think from the outside looking in, it might look like a highlight reel, but this is why I'm making this podcast because I'm telling you that from the inside over here on my, in my sitting at my desk recording this podcast, it's been a freaking beast. It's been a beast with the pacing myself and learning that. However, if I go back to the first card, life lessons, soul growth, study, higher learning, it's why you have this podcast today. I got emotional all over again. It's helped me evolve and expand and to become more compassionate and to grow as a human being in a way that I never imagined. And so this is the gift. This is the hero's journey. Ah, tears rolling down my face. This is the hero's journey that I am on because I also see that I'm serving a higher purpose and a, a greater cause. And I fully believe and know that I can heal because I am healing, because, because I've been courageous enough to do this work, because I've believed that I can heal, I am having more better days, not more better, but more better day. I'm having more frequent days where I have energy and lots of ends in here. And I can tell you that when I look back and it's we're in 2023, but when I look back at 2022, I see all the meaningful things that I've been able to do. My podcast, my courses, I've been able to revamp my business. And so has it been easy, like easy peasy, it just comes to me? No, it's been, it hasn't been done in the old way of working 12 hours a day because I can't, my body literally can't. I can't work 10 hours. I can't work eight hours. I don't want to. I don't want to work eight hours. I don't even, well, I actually do desire to work eight hours. I could, if I, if I could, I would, and if I could do it with lots of energy, but I, I, I literally cannot do it right now. So it has been very intentional. It has been joyful. This journey has been full of challenging moments, but also rewarding moments. So I don't know if this is the message that you wanted to hear. I'm imagining you on the other end. And I have a feeling that if you're on a healing journey and you're having health issues or you're dealing with burnout, my hope is that you feel comforted by this message because this is what the journey looks like for many people from my discussions with people in private. And so maybe there's a part of you that feels like, oh, I just want someone to tell me that it was just going to be on the way up from here. And the problem with that is that if you experience something different, then you might be disappointed. However, I'm sure that there are examples of miracles and overnight healings and, and journeys that are just all the way, you know, up, 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 and no ups and downs. I don't know any, but I'm sure they exist. Actually, I'm not sure, but I'm sure they exist. I mean, yes, I'm sure. Why not? But this is not my journey. And I really want to be transparent, but I am on the up and up. I am healing. I am doing amazing things with my life. I am making a difference. I am making an impact. And with impact, if this is for those of you that, you know, want to be entrepreneurs, with impact comes the income. It just has to look a different way. I don't want to be the old me. 
I don't. I love who I am right now. So next week's episode, we're going to get into the emotions of this healing journey and the soul growth of this healing journey. This is a good place to end. Listen, I've been getting more messages just saying thank you. Thank you for the way that you're showing up. And I want to say your messages mean so much to me because I also feel like I'm being more real and showing up more authentically. And that's a process. I would absolutely love to receive a review from you. They really, really, really do make a difference. I can't stress it enough. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And I hope that your heart receives this message. I will see you next week. If you loved this episode and if you're loving my podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. They really do make a difference in spreading the word and having more people be impacted. Also, I'd love for you to join me in my Facebook community called The Magnetic Portal. You can find the link in the show notes. I'll see you next time.